Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning. I hope you folks had a uh, lovely, lovely weekend. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV, Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV. And considering the circumstances of what's coming up this week, we're going to open up the phone lines right now. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We are only about 35 hours from the country making history, but for all the wrong reasons. Tomorrow on Tuesday, President Trump, former President Donald Trump, will be arraigned on a criminal indictment. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was in our area over the weekend on Long Island, and DeSantis is ripping into Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's indictment of Trump, declaring it's all about politics and DeSantis calling Bragg a menace to society. We are going to uh, deal with that coming up uh, shortly. And mentioning the district attorney of Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, it was almost a case of here we go again. The shot New York City parking garage worker who was shot himself by a suspect took the gun after he was shot twice and fired at his attacker and he was arrested and handcuffed to his bed. Mr. Bragg now deciding to uh, not press criminal charges. The attendant, parking attendant in Manhattan confronted an intruder and the two got into a scuffle with the suspect pulling out a handgun and shooting the attendant twice, only to have the attendant wrestle the gun away and fire a shot at the suspect's chest, according to police, and he was initially charged. We're also going to deal with this morning something that is disgusting, absolutely disgusting. And it's a sign of the times that we live in. A police officer taunting rapper 
who is known as Famous Richard. This nut job posts on TikTok times when he tries to reach for a police officer's gun. This fool thinks it's fun to reach for an NYPD officer's gun and to record it for TikTok. It's crazy. His name is uh, Richard Sharp, and he is a reported uh, member of the Black Disciples Street Gang. And he's been daring New York's finest to come after him and posted even more taunts on TikTok after police released the safety alert about his antics. And now he's declaring that they will not catch him. 24 years old, an aspiring uh, drill rapper, an attention-seeking clown who has a dozen arrests under his belt. And when you reach, reach for a police officer's gun, when he turns around and shoots you, then what? Oh, then it's going to be alleged police brutality. Oh, he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just walking along the street, and the police officer shot him. I wish I could say what I really think that should happen to this young man. Let's start with uh, Governor DeSantis uh, in Nassau County on Saturday. And this is what he had to say. We're going to be starting momentarily with your telephone calls. This is what he had to say about the Trump indictment and Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. He wants to downgrade felonies to misdemeanors, uh, really, really dangerous stuff. And then what does he do? He turns around, does a flimsy indictment against a former president of the United States. This guy is doing politics. He has an agenda. That is not the rule of law. And it's not the rule of law. It's horrible that this is going to happen. And uh, the former president is going to turn himself in a day from now. Appears he'll be fingerprinted, a mugshot. And um, we don't know yet officially if he will be uh, handcuffed, but he will be uh, flying back to Florida and he will be addressing uh, the country, if you will, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday evening at uh, 8.15 p.m. But already the vultures are, are there, those that are making the dumb mistake to think that Trump's political career is over. You have now made him a political martyr. That is the reality. But making the rounds on the television shows, so Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas uh, was on uh, ABC Sunday morning, and he says, and this is a big mistake, but he's playing politics because he's running for president as well, and as long as Trump is in the contest, no one will ever hear Hutchinson's name. He says that Trump should step aside. You suggested recently that if Trump were to get indicted, that he should drop out of the race. Do you believe that now that he's been indicted? Should he drop out? Well, I do. First of all, the office is more important than any individual person. And so uh, for the sake of the office of the presidency, 
I do think that's too much of a sideshow and distraction, and he needs to be able to concentrate uh, on uh, his due process, and there is a presumption of innocence. But the second reason is, throughout my eight years as governor and as a political leader, I've always said that uh, people don't have to step aside from public office if they're under investigation, but if it reaches the point of criminal charges that have to be answered, the office is always more important than a person. And he should step aside and no longer run. Well, he should, but at the same time, we know he's not. And there's not any constitutional requirement. And so uh, he's going to pursue, and I understand that, but I stated my principles and belief and how uh, I think it should be handled. But he's going to proceed on, and so uh, he's going to be a candidate. And I think ultimately the voters are going to have to decide this. And ultimately... Bragg has just guaranteed, he has just assured that Mr. Trump will be the Republican nominee. He's already uh, doing quite well fundraising-wise since this news broke of the looming indictment that is now right around the corner. Uh, uh, As it relates to the vultures, believing that Trump's career could possibly be over, and that's a big mistake to make that bad assumption The former president's attorney general, Bill Barr, says uh, Trump should not testify, should it go to trial in this hush money case, because according to Barr, Trump lacks all self-control. Generally, I think it's a bad idea to go on the stand, and I think it's a particularly bad idea for Trump because he lacks all self-control, and it would be very difficult to prepare him and and keep him uh, testifying in a prudent fashion. Interesting. And wrong, dead wrong. Let's start with your telephone calls this morning, a number of stories. I can't believe that things have gotten so bad in terms of the public arena and our men and women of blue and law enforcement that one of these uh, drill rappers, whatever you call it, I still don't know exactly what drill rap is, but he thinks it's funny to post videos on TikTok of – trying to take NYPD officers' guns, asking to see their Glock. This is the world that we live in. We have empowered these animals so much that our police officers basically basically are forced to cower in the, in the corner. While these animals are so emboldened, these are the things that they're doing now. And again, Governor DeSantis in Nassau County over the weekend denouncing Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg as he was here uh, speaking, selling his book, and uh, gearing up for what appears to be an inevitable run for president. Let's begin with Fred on Long Island. Good morning, Fred. What's on your mind? Good evening, uh, Dominic. I just want to say you're the best. The only time you express yourself and you're right to the point. I was there actually. I was there for a while. He came in about 7 o'clock. He ended about 8.30-ish. He was very good. He was very good. He, he, he actually gave out books, too, when you, when you walk in. He was good. And uh, he, he made his point, and he left. And he's trying to explain how people are leaving New York, you know, going there, and, and how, uh, obviously, with the, uh, the DA, how he's operating. He was very good. Now very, they, very, they, uh, very educated. Good. There, there were some Trump supporters there as well protesting, correct? Yeah, not many. A couple of just drive by with, you know, with the trucks in the beginning. There's actually people yelling out when you first walk in. It was raining out at the end, but uh, it was it was pretty good. It was it was very it was very it was a big giant crowd. It was enough to make a point. And he was uh, it was good. It was a small place he had it in, but it was nice. 
Well, th- th- there's a reason. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why politicians hold events. That's done exactly. intentional, intentionally in a small space because it right. fits the illusion for television that there are many more people there than there actually uh, happens to be. Hey, Fred, before I let you go, uh, yes. listening to Governor DeSantis, did he seem to be uh, possibly presidential? Uh, I think he might. I think he'd be excellent for a vice president with, with Trump. That's my opinion, but that's, that's icy. <laughs> Interesting. Fred, yeah. thank you very yeah, much for the call. Thank you. you. I appreciate you, friend. Thank you. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC on this Monday morning. Tomorrow, President Trump, the indictment will be unsealed. We'll know exactly what the charges are, how many he may be facing. But right now, you and I are having a uh, conversation on on uh, a number of issues. Susan in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? Okay, well, Dominic, um, no one is really speaking about the whole process that um, they will have that um, Dominic, uh, that President Trump has not had, you know, his counsel, and that they will have their chance, and even to try to pick a jury in Manhattan with the um, the obvious, um, uh, you know. Uh, you know, bias that exists just in the voting ranks, um, that how could it's possible that they couldn't even pick a jury when you have uh, Takapino questioning the potential jurors for bias um, and that potentially this could even be, if it does even go to trial, uh, be moved to Staten Island. That, that's not so gonna. Is... That's not gonna happen, Susan. What What's going on right now? And again, I'm not just speaking as a um, as a regular talk show host. I'm talking as someone that has covered the federal courts uh, quite well as an embed reporter for the Southern District. This is all posturing by attorneys from both sides. Uh, of course. Uh, we would all feel that Mr. Trump would get a, a much better shake, Susan, if it was moved to uh, Staten Island. The, the, the district attorney would let that happen over his dead body. That's not going to happen. Uh, what's going to happen is you're, you're going to have each side, and there's talk that Takapina will make that argument to move it out of Manhattan. No judge is going to agree to that. It's going to happen to trial if there's a trial. As you pointed out, it will happen in Manhattan, and it's just it's going to be interesting to see to see uh, what happens. It's what I'm looking at, Susan, to see what exactly are the charges, and at what point will the people uh, offer a plea bargain, and would Mr. Trump take that? He's already said that he will not plea bargain this case. It's going to be very interesting, Susan, to see how this all plays out. No, it's not going to be interesting at all. If there's 88% of the uh, people have voted uh, um, uh, Democratic, this is not going to be a fair trial. How can they get a fair trial in Manhattan? This is a sham. Right. Well, I I hear you, Susan, but that's the process that we have. And and I thank you. It's a sham process. Well, I, I, I hear you, Susan, and, I, and I, I, I again, I understand how you feel, but it's the process that we have in place right now. And the Trump law, each side is going to do 
political posturing, legal posturing, something that Takapina is very, very good at, Mr. Trump's uh, attorney. Uh, Of course, they're going to float the idea that Mr. Trump will not get a fair trial, and perhaps there's a strong argument to be made for that. But uh, no judge is going to sign off on on moving a trial like this out of Manhattan. And and it is my contention that uh, the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, if necessary, would fight this all the way to the Supreme Court before he permitted the trial to go from Manhattan to Staten Island. That's just not going to happen. You're going to hear a lot of things in the in the next uh, 48 hours, and um, we're gonna we're gonna see how this all how this all plays out. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, Dominic. What I'm about to say, I'm not I'm not patronizing you, and I'm not being deliberately politically incorrect. I'm just being myself, which is truthful. Now, um, most impressive thing that I found about you when you told about your past was when you didn't get into Syracuse University. You kept trying and trying, and finally you got into that elite journalism school. Correct. And you, you didn't. You didn't say, "I'm going to take the back door. I'm going to try to 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 uh, appeal to them as a minority on the privilege." This that you just kept trying, and you got in the yes. front door. Now, okay. Now the thing is, I I respect that, and you know that shows that our system is not racist. But I, now I, I look at. I agree, Larry. Go ahead. Now, I look at a guy like Alvin Bragg, who, who came to, went to Harvard from the Trinity School. He was plucked out of Harlem, probably given a full scholarship. I want to know exactly what went down, because Harvard was sued, you know. Now, this business, it's affirmative action stuff. It was sued by the Asians. But before this, before they outwardly showed such uh, bias in quotas, they were probably up to a heavy affirmative action for a long time. We're talking about Obama, maybe, with Harvard Law School. Alvin Bragg, maybe, is all expenses paid. He didn't keep trying like you did to go in the front door, okay? And the, what, the reason I'm bringing this up is because when, when, when people like him, when they, when they, when they get a, a pass, I'm not saying a free pass, but he did something to get there. I mean, but when they get a, a help of such assistance to go through Harvard and they come out with a grudge against society and they're trying to hurt the very people that help them, I mean, that's in, in, incomparable to the type of human being you are. You're well, a decent, hey, moral hey, Larry, individual. Well, well, thank you. But I, I don't know. I can't comment as it relates to Mr. Bragg at, at Harvard. I know he comes from a, a good family. I, I don't know what. So, like, for example, you mentioned Obama, right? So yeah. o, Obama, um, uh, and I happen to make international headlines as it relates to Obama attending Harvard because at the time I was uh, on television and I interviewed Percy Sutton who owned uh, inner city broadcasting corporation and was the uh, one time Manhattan borough president. And he revealed to me, this was later in or later in his life. He revealed to me that he had basically plucked Obama and selected him with, with a group of uh, high profile uh, minorities to send him to Harvard. In, in, in advance, before Obama was really Obama, so you know we can we can theorize, but but I don't exactly know the facts as it relates to Mr. Bragg. Yeah, well, it seems like Harvard is is like like a um uh, what do you call it a um what do you call it? grooming factory for for for, for black uh, radicals, and they're plucking them. And I want to know if Bragg was one of those one of those ones that were plucked. Or he got there on his own merit. Because I'll tell you something, we have a Supreme Court Justice, Clarence Thomas, 
I don't think he he got, he took anything for free. I think he got everywhere he got every step of the way was his own merit. And the integrity and the brilliance of the man speaks for itself. Well, Larry, again, and I, and I, I appreciate your call, and um, I want you to have a great morning. And, and you know, we, we're going to see how this all plays out. I, I just think it's very sad, uh, Larry. Let me just divert for one second off of, um, off of Mr. Bragg. I just think it's very sad that we, we have a former president of the United States, as former presidents do, um, he spent Sunday on the golf course, and now he's got to fly here to New York for a circus involving the Secret Service, and 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 you see, here's what's here's what's going on, folks, right? So a former president being fingerprinted is just that's not a normal process. You better believe these prosecutors want those fingerprints. You know why? Because they want to see if there's anything else in Mr. Trump's background that has not come to the public's attention. And they're going to be able to legally do this by simply, once he's arraigned, running. Remember, when you run for president, there's no testing. The American people judge you. You're tested uh, and, and, and you're scrutinized based on whether or not the American people would accept you as a, as a uh, leading candidate for that party's nomination. So now they're going to have his fingerprints. And they're going to be in la-la happy land because they're going to be able to check and see if there's anything in Mr. Trump's background that we don't know about. It's not going to stop him. Again, they have made him a political martyr. But but these are all things that I guarantee you Mr. Trump and his team are, are dealing with uh, privately as as he's about to. And, and, and what if he gets here under the assumption that he's not going to be handcuffed? And I don't believe he will be handcuffed. And, and some, some uh, officer from, from the D- district attorney detail says, uh, Mr. President, put out your hands. You, I have to handcuff you. Mr. Mr. President, I have to walk you into the courtroom uh, in handcuffs. I'm on orders. Folks, do you understand the backlash that's going to happen in America to what we are about to see. And so no one wants to see violence and no one wants to see any of that nonsense. But there's a reason why the NYPD is gearing up for this. This is unprecedented times that we are about to uh, go through. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Robert in Suffolk County. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Dominic, that's a very dangerous game that this guy is trying to get people to play and someone is going to get hurt and maybe even killed. This I, is very dangerous. I, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't get to that. But, but, but Robert, help me out. What exactly are you uh, alluding to or, or referencing here? Trying to get people watching these videos on social media to take an officer's gun. Oh, that that part. Okay, yes, yes, yes. That's like, uh, that's very dangerous, not just for the officer, but for the person trying to no, do it. No, it's dangerous for him. It's dangerous for him. Can you imagine this? You know, you know we, all, we all have things that we're proud of and that we're not proud of. I guarantee you this clown is proud of the fact of what he's doing online. 
And think about this, Robert. If you're going to try and grab a police officer's gun and record it, what do you think he'll do to you or I? Think about that for a second. <laughs> think about it for if a I second. Police, if I were a police officer, I would get him on the ground and cuff him. Well, but 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 a lot worse can happen, Robert. You you go to yeah. reach for an officer's uh, gun, game over, right? The officer doesn't yeah. know that you're recording a TikTok video. He could think oh, no. or she could think that you're a gangbanger and you're hoping to grab the gun and shoot them. And then what That's happens right. when the officer gets the gun first and fires around into your chest? What happens then? It could be game over for whoever tried to grab it. Right, right, right. It, it's it's, but it's the Robert. I I appreciate you. It's it's the times that that we live in. It, it's what's going on. It, it's the whole environment. You know, a rapper, a wannabe rapper on TikTok. I'm famous. Look at me, mom. I've done something in life. Well, son, what what we what have you done that I can be proud of? I go around and I take police officers' guns, mom. I chastise them. I ridicule them. I show the NYPD what respect I have for them, which is nothing. And what's what's sad about that is that if that young man needs the NYPD and made a call that he needs help, they're going to be there for him the same way they would for anyone else. But But these things are not happening separately they they appear to be happening separately but the tiktok situation right with this young man with the guns and and the parking attendant he's shot twice takes the gun fires at the suspect hits the suspect you arrest the the uh the parking attendant same district attorney alvin bragg and then when they realize uh the the out the outroar that would come from from that they dropped the charges. But in the meantime, the man was handcuffed to his bed crying. He just uh, was taken. The handcuffs were just removed Sunday evening. And then to top it all off, a former president under indictment. But as I said the other night, to those that are high-fiving and, oh, this is wonderful. We finally got Trump. Oh, this is wonderful. When it happens to Biden, don't say, I didn't tell you, Shell. So it shouldn't happen to any former president. This is disgusting. A trumped-up charge, look at that, a trumped-up charge, and a former president of the United States is only about 35 hours away from having his mugshot taken and being fingerprinted. I'll be right back. Hey, Greg Kelly here. Spring training. It's not just for baseball players. With the warmer weather right around the corner, it's time for you to get in shape, too. With NJ Diet's contractually guaranteed program, you will lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. That's right, 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds, and it's guaranteed. Their program starts with personalized supplements based on your hair, saliva, and blood work. Then NJ Diet uses DNA testing to create your ideal diet plan and workout regimen to help you keep Keep it off. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds is a real thing with NJ Diet. You're not alone on this journey. NJ Diet's certified staff is with you every 
Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. We're going right back to the telephone calls. We are taking your calls up until the top of the hour when Frank Morano will step in with the other side of midnight at 45 minutes past the hour. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I have a question. Did this this this, this person try to actually try to grab the gun from the police officer, or was it just a video that he fabricated? Because if he did, his ass should be in, oh, he should be in jail. It's no it's no excuse for that. That's stupid. Because that'll 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 direct other people to do stupid stuff like that. That's stupid. Right. And, well. You know, well, apparently he has tried to grab the officer's guns, uh, and in some cases he's he's uh, moved towards the gun. It, it's Audrey. It, remember, if you're a police officer, they 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 have been they have been almost cut down at the knees in terms of you you know the 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 public sentiment against them, and so. They, the, the kid, whatever, 24 years old, he should be arrested on the spot. He should be handcuffed on the spot and thrown in jail. Yes, I agree. I agree. Well, be but, but right now, and Audrey, thank you for the call, and I want you to have a great morning. Right now, his whole thing is, look at me, Mom. I'm a star. I'm a star on TikTok. I have almost as many hits as Kim Kardashian. Look at me, Mom. I'm the man. Oh, son, well, did you enroll in college? No, Mom. I go around and try to snatch police officers' guns. That's what I do, Mom. We're taking your telephone calls. Let's go to Jerry Edison, New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, well, you look at there's 330 million people, 330 million people in the U.S. are citizens. And Donald Trump is either number one or number two out of all those people. The public wants him to be a president. And so you have to look at the magnitude of what this one prosecutor, Alvin Bragg, is trying to do. He is trying to disenfranchise 85 million definite votes for one man, Donald Trump. That is a pretty severe thing he's doing. And it shows you they can't be trusted with elections. When you see that they're not speaking out against this, why would we trust them with not wanting to rig an election? This is the same thing. Well, uh, Mr. Bragg and his team will say that they are following the, the law, but I agree with you, Jerry. The timing of this is just suspect at best. Um, you know... Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. And and you're not going to win the case, and then what? Do, do you think you just fold, wrap up, and, and, and that's that? No, you don't win the case, Mr. District Attorney. You'll be leaving office very soon in just a matter of a few years. I believe they're going to charge Trump with every single crime, each one of these prosecutors in secession. They're going to keep it up all the way to the election. They're going to try to batter him to make sure they do the best job to try to make him lose. 
Right, but 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 that's impossible. You know what, Jerry? You may be correct, and I, I've thought about that as well. But here's why it's impossible. No matter how many times you indict him, he's not going to drop out. And he's it's only going to lift him up. You would think by now that the political establishment would know things that would destroy a um, traditional politician's uh, politician. It has the opposite exact exact ap- opposite exact opposite effect on Trump. Look look at the Access Hollywood tape, right? Right. Did did that destroy him? No. 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 And so. So. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jerry. What do you think destroyed him? I personally, you know, this is just my opinion. I think we got the method wrong, but I think that there was some kind of irregularity in the election of 2020. And I'm worried about it in 2024 because, look, they're not paying attention to Alan Bragg. No one is saying, hey, there's two reasons when you go to prosecute someone, a lawful one, like maybe Trump committed some kind of crime. And then the other reason to stop him from doing the election. And the rule of law basically is that for the primary reason is to stop someone from running for an election, then it's an illegal prosecution, period. Well, we, we will see. But but on, on the uh, 2020 election, I, and I, I have the same reaction every time, Jerry. I, I don't think that, that there was anything uh, uh, foul with the election. Thank you for the call, Jerry. And what I say when that's brought up uh, is that this uh, – uh, that train has left the station, and you can ponder it, you can speculate it until we're all 90 years old. It's not going to change. Biden is almost done with term one. It's not going to change. You're going to follow up and say yes, but if we don't correct it, it's going to happen in 24. And I say I don't buy. I just don't buy that there were massive irregularities uh, with the election, uh, w- with the point of stealing the election. I just don't buy it. Let's go to uh, let's go to Tom in the Bronx. Good morning, Tom. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. Uh, question: Is this rapper in jail? No, he's not. He's he's um he's even bragging that the police will never find him. Okay, I have a problem. Why is he not in jail? You said apparently he tried to take a gun from police. Why is he not in jail for doing that? That's what you said. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you're making the assumption that the officers uh, tried to put him in custody. And I, I don't if believe that they did. So, so wait, okay, jail. so okay, but Tom, so so what are you what are you really telling me here? Let's let's okay, cut to the chase. You're lying. That's what I you're that's what I that's what I, like that's what I thought. That, 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 that's that's what I racist thought you were saying. That's so, so, so Tom, Tom, so I'm a racist now. I'm a racist. No, please don't cut him off. I, I want to hear what this clown has to say. Tom, so I'm no, a racist now. Yeah, you're a clown. You're an yeah, absolute why, clown. Why am I a clown? You're why a clown. You're a clown because you said I'm lying. Why do I have to you lie to you? Lying. Who are you? you? Are Who are you that you I have to lie to? You said what Tom, I meant. Tom, 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 Tom. Whether you listen to this show or not, my check is still going to clear. Why do I have to lie to you? Who the hell are you that I have to lie to? Because I'm a racist liar. Because I'm yeah, not. Be, all but, are liars. Tom, Tom, okay. you call up here. And, you Tom, 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 you call Tom, 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 you call up here every night. You call up here every night. You call up here every night, and clearly you're not educated. Clearly you're not educated. You call up here. Okay, now I'm going to cut you off. You call up here. You call up here, so don't call anymore, Tom. 
don't call anymore. You call up here every night, and no matter what the issue is, you find a way to sneak around it, wiggle around it. Oh, the black person didn't do anything wrong. What are you talking about, Dominic? Now you say I'm a racist, right? So don't call me anymore. Call another WABC show or or whatever you do in your life, Tom. Continue doing that, Tom. There's no need to call me up and tell me that I'm a racist. Well, what I've gone through in my life to be before this microphone, and you calling up here telling me I'm a racist? I've helped more black kids than, 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 than you have on your finger that are now journalists on TV, on radio, in newspapers. I've helped white kids. I've helped Spanish kids. What have you done, Tom? Let's continue with the telephone calls. Don in uh, Long Beach, good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. You're no racist. You're a real good guy, and uh, we appreciate you, and God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what I wanted, yeah, two things. One I mentioned to the screener, one I didn't. Um, the first one is that um, I'd love to see DeSantis and, and Trump run on the same ticket, but they're both in the same state, so the Constitution prohibits that. It would have to be some way around it. I don't know how one of them would have to leave this, you know, the state of Florida. But aside from that, also, um, I can't see at this point because of the indictment why any Republican would want to challenge Trump. Um, I think for party unity, they should all get behind him. Um, I, I want to see also what those 34 uh, counts are uh, in the indictment. If none of them are. are you know, serious and, and they're frivolous, then, um, you know, then he, he should run, obviously, and, and everybody should back him. That, that's the way I feel, because otherwise they'll be playing into the hands of the Democrats, you know, if, if there's inter-party squabbling and, and sniping and that kind of thing. We don't want to see that, not at this point. Right. I, I, I hear you. It's, you know, yeah. th- th- this indictment, Don, is a, uh, a yeah. game-changer uh, but at the same time, I believe that um, to know Donald Trump is to know that he's going to use this as a complete positive. Uh, and to, it's not going to stop him. It, it really yeah. isn't. And so, you know, I, I've heard the argument that Trump and DeSantis should run on the same ticket. Yeah. But you have, you have two alpha males. And uh, if you're DeSantis, DeSantis thing is I can be at the top of the ticket. So why should yeah. I be number two? And if you're Trump, yeah, Trump's thing is you would be nothing without me. So of course you're not at the top of the ticket. I, I just I just don't see that. But Don, I I do I do appreciate your call and thank you for the kind words. You know, folks, it's interesting to me if I tell the truth, right? Because I'm a man of color. If I tell the truth that goes against what liberals want to hear, then something's different. Now this this rapper has made a fool of himself. It's all over the papers, it's all over television what this young man has done and 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 Tom calls up here and says that I'm that I'm a racist. And now I see another caller, a person that's banned from calling my show has oh it's not it's not the same person. Okay. So Stan says that here that I'm a racist, or at least that's what it says on my screen. So before I take a break, let's see what Stan has to say. Good morning, Stan. 
I think you're not a racist. I oh, it says you you're not a racist. Okay, thank you. Okay. It says here you are a racist. Okay. All right, go, continue. Oh, I'm, they must have gotten the message wrong. Okay. So, 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 go ahead, Stan, before I have to take a break. I want to thank you for your show. Oh, thank you. That's that's very kind of you. Thank you, Stan, and I want you to have a great morning. Folks, again, I, I've got to take a break, but it, it, it's amazing to me because I bring four, almost 40 years' experience doing this. There are very few people in the city of New York that can match my experience. But because I tell you the truth, if the truth goes against what your mind wants it to be, this is not the this is not the pick a news channel. I'll tell you what you want to hear. That's not what I do. I tell you the truth. And so because I say because I say Trump is a front runner, because I say Trump can win again. Certain liberals, certain they don't want to hear that. They want me to say, "Oh, Trump is a racist. He's horrible." Did you see what he tweeted? Oh, this is great for America. That's what they want me to say. And when I don't say it, so I'm talking about the the 24 year old rapper who's uh, trying to snatch police officers' guns. Tom, don't believe me. Go to TikTok and take a look at the videos for yourself, Tom. But do me a favor, Tom. Don't ever call this show again because I will not take your call, and I won't take it simply because you had the nerve to call up here and call me a racist simply because I'm telling you the truth. So call Greg Kelly, call Curtis Sliwa, call uh, Rita Cosby, call Frank Marano, call anybody you want, but don't call Dominic Carter. I'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Senator John Fetterman says his depression made him indifferent, indifferent to living. In his first interview since being hospitalized, he spoke about his battle with depression and his continuing recovery from a stroke for the first time since checking himself into the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in February. And here is a truth. Fetterman should have dropped out of this race. The Democrats stuck with stayed with them because they wanted the seat, but but John Fetterman and I wish him well. He should not be a United States senator because of health reasons. Fetterman, the Pennsylvania Democrat, spoke to Jane Pauley of CBS uh, Sunday morning about the depths of his depression and how he had become indifferent. About living, the senator who was discharged last week said that doctors discovered a serious hearing deficit in the way his brain processes spoken language, which occurred after his stroke during the campaign season last year. When I talk, what do you hear? Paulie asked the senator. He said, I hear you talking. And I can understand much of what you're saying, but my hearing has a deficit, a deficiency that makes it difficult for me to fully understand 100% of it. So we support people uh, with disabilities having uh, opportunities, and I certainly do. I live with it every day within my own household. But 
Mr. Fetterman should not be in the United States Senate. We are taking your telephone calls up until the top of the hour, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. A number of topics on the table. Let's go to Kevin in Manhattan. Good morning, Kevin. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. How you doing? Hey, um, you know, this Tom guy, he reminds me of Alvin Bragg, and I'll tell you why. I'll make it quick. He's a low life. I heard a black lady call Brian Lair on WNYC, and she said, Brian, let me correct you liberals. I'm in Harlem. I have drug dealers outside my apartment building. And of course she day does. And, night. and of course she does. Day, day and night, she said, in front of the kids when they go and come from school, and they're selling more than weed. And she said this, the police refuse to move the dealers because Alvin Bragg will not prosecute here in Harlem, this is our reality. This is what the first black district attorney of New York City did to his own women and children. And it's about time we started saying that. And Brian Lair didn't say, well, he's a liberal. So he didn't say, well, you're right. We wouldn't. To-. She knew that we wouldn't tolerate that in white neighborhoods. She was mad because she knew that. But yet white people voted for Bragg. But the white people wouldn't tolerate that in our in front of our own kids drug dealing in our neighborhoods. But it's okay. It's social justice when it's in Harlem. That's how white people view liberals view crime. And that idiot Tom, he's one of those morons. He's just like Alvin Bragg. What kind of low life is Alvin Bragg that he would let that happen to his own women and children? Instead of saying, as the first black district attorney, I'm going to set an example like you would, Dominic. We're going to do it right. We're going to make the black community look good, like we can really be leaders. Instead, he's a total lowlife, like that guy, Tom. And thank you for being who you are, Dominic, because you really are an example that we look up to. And you're not a, you know, you're not a sellout, man. You're a man. You're like Malcolm X. He, Malcolm X was conservative who said, Malcolm X said, liberalism will destroy our community. And we're better off dealing with the with the conservatives. You know Malcolm X said that, right? Well, he's right. He, he, here's what I do know, Kevin, that, that I'd rather <laughs> deal you. with. Thank you for the call. I'd rather thank deal you. with a conservative any day. And the reason why I'd rather deal with a conservative is because be straight with me. Be honest with me. I don't need you to do anything for me. Just be straight with me. But when you're dealing with a liberal their whole attitude is it's almost like a pat on the head. And it's like, we, we know what's best for the black community. Go, go sit down over there and we'll tell you what's best for you when we feel like telling you, Oh, Oh, and then pat you on the head again. That's not what I'm about. What I'm about is telling people the truth. And if you can't handle the truth, right, the movie, um, it, it escapes the name of me right now, A Few Good Men. But that that really is the truth. You can't handle the truth. And that's why I'm here at WABC. I'm going to tell, this is the same guy that was on New York One. The same views that you hear me express here, same views I had at New York One. But at New York One, I could not articulate that because they they expect for you as a journalist to keep your opinions to yourself, right? So if 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 I'm a Manhattan District Attorney Bragg, the first thing I would do is round up all those drug dealers in Harlem. Oh, it's racist. Okay, you feel it's racist? Racist? You guys can talk about it in the cell at Rikers, but you're getting off this corner right now. 
effective immediately because these women and the children in this community, they deserve to be able to go outside and not have to worry about a stray bullet hitting them. They deserve to be able to walk down the street without being attacked. Oh, it's, it's racist. It's racist. Well, you guys can talk about it in the cell at Rikers, but you're getting out of here today. That, that would be, that would be, I, I would not be focusing on Trump. I would be focusing on the threats in the community. Todd in the Bronx. Good morning, Todd. What's on your mind? Dominic, uh, I watched you on TV for many years. You were a true reporter, a journalist. You're in search of the truth, and that's what I respect. And um, I've heard some whoppers on talk radio, but uh, that clown tonight calling you a racist, that's the most ridiculous of them all. Well, uh, That's the worst one yet. Right, but, but Todd, you, and I, I appreciate your kind words, and it really isn't about me. It, it's about it's about the city, it's about the state, it's about the country. But people can't handle, you know, they try and put you, I, I, I've said to people for years, don't ever put me in a box, because if you put me in a box, I'm not going to, I'm not going to conform to to what you think. Uh, the issue there, there are videos of this young man online on TikTok trying to grab police officers' guns, and Tom is going to tell me that I just made the whole thing up, and it's just and and whatever, Todd. But hey, listen, I really do appreciate you. Did you have something else you wanted to say, Todd? If I can, I would like to co-sign on your decision not to take calls from that that that, that guy anymore. He's ridiculous. Well, I can assure you that won't happen in this show anymore but i do and, yeah, I, don't, and, I don't want to hear him i don't want to listen to him right it's and, and and you know when i was when i was taking this calls todd as i get to know people i can almost tell you what you're going to tell me before you speak and so every time i took his call it's always questioning that the black guy really do that is it really that bad and, and on and on and on Instead of accepting what I'm saying and trying to learn from it. But I do appreciate you, Todd, and I really do appreciate uh, your call. Thank you. Russ in Manhattan. Good morning, Russ. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I think your show is great and you're not a racist. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) I'd like to get back to the discussion about how DeSantis running as vice president under Donald Trump. And um, it seems to me that Donald Trump had a TV show a while back, I think it ran for 14 seasons, was number one in its time slot, and it was called The Apprentice. I think DeSantis should be Donald Trump's vice, uh, should be Donald Trump's apprentice, serve as vice president, and then be prepared to run as president in 2028. Well, uh, you, you, you and I agree on that possibly, Russ, but, but the problem is you've you got to get DeSantis to agree to that, and you got to get Trump to agree to that. Uh, we don't necessarily know for sure if uh, Trump wants DeSantis on his ticket and vice versa. Well, I think if if DeSantis agreed to have Donald Jr. run as his vice president in 2028, a deal to be made, and Donald Trump can move back to Bedminster, and everything will be great. Well, we we will see. Russ, what are you expecting on Tuesday? How do you think this is going to play out, the the indictment situation? I think he's probably going to get indicted. I don't think the charges are going to be anything that's too shocking. And I think, um, like everyone else is saying, he's going, to, he's going to become a martyr. He already is a martyr. And he'll be elected in 2024. So I think it's great. Well, yeah, I definitely agree with that, Russ, that, that he's going to be uh, elected in 2024. Mr. Bragg, you have basically assured that 
uh, with this indictment. The best thing that, that the establishment could have done was left Trump alone and let the Republican uh, primary process play out, in which he still would have won the nomination, but he would have been uh, a bit bloodied in the primary going into the fall election. But I still believe that that he has a great opportunity at becoming the next president of the United States. I said that um, before all of this happened, and um, it, it's just it's just really sad. It's just really sad because um, I, I don't feel, folks, this should happen to any American president, and certainly not based on the uh, details that we have received thus far. I am joined by my colleague, Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. How was your weekend, sir? Uh, it was great, Dominic. It was great. We had uh, In Between Tornadoes got some great weather, and uh, I was happy to be at the uh, Blue Lives Matter Gala out on Staten Island on Saturday with our colleague Rudy Giuliani and a lot of great listeners. A lot of people listen to us every day, and it was great to meet uh, a lot of them. So a good weekend. Wow. Wow. Sounds like it was wonderful. Absolutely. No doubt about uh, it. Does the Mayor Giuliani ever slow down? Uh, you know, I, I asked him the same thing. He doesn't look uh, any worse for wear, though. I mean, the guy is has a ton of energy, really. What do you have coming up this morning? Action Pack Show. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the same issues that you were talking about, including this uh, this Trump trial and an interesting take that I have on it, if it even gets to a trial. And then uh, we're going to talk with uh, a gentleman by the name of Mark Hewitt, who has spent years researching the case of the Zodiac serial killer. And he believes he has determined the true identity of the Zodiac serial killer. And it's going to surprise a lot of people. So we're going to get into that. We'll have commendations and some fun stories from throughout the week weekend as well. So I need some advice uh, from you, Frank Morano. So. I, I drive home listening to your show, and then I listen to your show when I when I get home for a while. And I normally don't get to bed until about uh, 3, 4 a.m., mm-hmm. right? But here's the problem I'm I have. Ready. The doctors say you should never eat overnight. Mm-hmm. And I go home, and guess what I do? You eat. I eat. And then you go to bed. And that's the worst thing that you can do. Right. So give me some pointers, some tips. I think you just need to get in the habit of eating before you do the show, right? I've, I've tried that. And, and I think you'll be hungry when you get home for a day, two days. I think once your body gets in the habit of eating earlier, I think that's it's as simple as that. So you really don't eat anything? Uh, I try not to, no. I mean, it, because, you know, that you put yourself at risk for heartburn and things of that nature that may keep you up. So I... I, I Maybe I'll have a piece of cheese once in a while, but uh, and that's I try it. not to. Yeah, just really a snack. You I, can't have I, a full meal. I go have a burger. No, I don't. Th- I, you gotta, you gotta avoid that. Well, folks, you want to keep it right there. Frank Morano's coming up the other side of midnight. I'll be back again tomorrow. But first, news headlines with Alex Barnard. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.